0: How many are really excited about the diversity that was on the stage? The family. Everyone that's from different places. And today we're gonna to talk about family. Amazing it is Family Sunday, and we're gonna actually have fun talking about family. How many have some great family members that you love to see every day? How many got them not so great family members? How many are gonna admit that on Sunday morning? Well, we're gonna talk about family. The church is a family. God has created the church, designed the church created us for family. When he created Adam in the garden, he said it was not good for Adam to be alone. He needed a help me. He had Eve. And he said, be fruitful with the children and multiply. Have children and have dominion over the earth. He knew that we were no good by ourselves. No good uh, isolated. We need one another. And when you look at the kingdom of God today, we, he set it up that we need one another and he knows that we are to look at each other as a family, not as a crowd, as a community. Those who support and love one another. Those who encourage one another. Those who stir one another up. How many enjoy that part? One clan clap. <laughs> Those who like to laugh because I love to laugh. But we're going to unpack this today with our unshakable series, the unshakable family. What does that look like? What is God saying in these days? We need, listen, we need each other more and more today than we ever needed one another. And God designed that. We are better together. Better together. So before I read a scripture, I'm going to have you stand up. Because I sense something here. It's the end of the summer. It was 102 degrees yesterday. I was reminded of that when I was at the zoo. And the kids are ready to go back to school, aren't they? But you're ready for them to go back to school? They're amazing. They're awesome. I have no amens. And they're sitting here. Oh, my gosh. And we all can be weary and tired and waiting for the fall so it's cool so we can complain because it's not hot and to build each other up God created this thing called faith and when you put faith in the room the environment changes and the only way you get faith because faith comes by and hearing what now if you haven't read it all week you're pretty empty so I love Paul. He read something in Romans, and we're gonna read it together. I love it in Romans 8, chapter 31, it says, and everyone's gonna say this together. If God is for us, say that together. God is for us. Who, can be us? Who can be against us? Who? 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 No. Who? No. Now put some soul in it. Who? No. Who? No. Gotta say nobody. No. You got to put the body there in there. All right. So is he stronger? Is circumstances bigger than God? No. Is heat bigger than God? No. Is life bigger than God? No. Who can be against you? No That wasn't good. Who can be against you? No God. All right. Got a little soul in there now. Now there's another one I like when I get tired, and it says, "And um, the sun seems to be beating on me, and the enemy seems to be beating on me, and I have to say one word: say no." Say, no. no, I am, I am. more, more than, a than a conqueror in Christ, in Christ. Jesus. Jesus. Now, what is more than a conqueror? It means I have to fight. Why? Who is the general? Jesus. How do you feel today? Oh, I'm having a hard day. You're more than a conqueror. Oh, I have no money in the bank. You're more than a conqueror. All my children, oh, 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 no, 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 no. You're more than a conqueror. Say, I'm more more than a conqueror. conqueror. Say it again. I'm more more than a conqueror. conqueror. One more time. I'm more more than a conqueror. conqueror. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. High five somebody in this now. Now, what I was doing was changing the family environment. When the family's weary, we all feel it. When we're all weary, we can't do anything with it. So faith changes all environments. We're like the thermostat. We can turn it up. We're not a thermometer receiving anything. We are the game changers in society. Amen? Amen? So as a family, God loves when his family is prospering. He loves when his family is full. And knowing that he is the Lord and he is close all the time. He loves when he knows, they love it and when their family knows that they're more than conquerors. And what we're going to do, we're going to cover in Ephesians chapter 2, if you have your Bibles, unshakable family. What does that look like? This is the epistle to the church and how Paul was saying how the church should be. And it's going to be amazing. If you don't have it um, in your, if you don't have your Bibles, it's on the screen. But we're going to start in verse 19, go all the way to verse 22. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the spirit. Let's pray. Father, I ask in this moment, make us bigger than we think from the inside out. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Talking to a a group of people here, as we call the Gentiles in the Bible, the non-Jews. And Paul is addressing them who had, they, they thought in them days the Jews were the only one that was close to God, were the only ones that were holy before God. And as Gentiles, they were outsiders. You ever been to a place and you just felt like an outsider? Felt like you were, you were in a closed family? And you felt very uncomfortable. And even in the temple, they had a temple place they weren't allowed in the part of the temple because they were considered outsiders. And what he was saying was when Jesus died on the cross, he Took out the separation between Gentile and Jew, and he became one race of people, the Christian race. A race that has nothing to do with color, a race that has nothing to do with your social economic status, a race that has nothing to do with your education, a people of God. Now, when you talk, when John uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, Jesus talked about the church. He took him outside outside the Jewish influence and brought him into a place and he asked the guys, "Who do people say I am?" And they said, "Well, some say you're the prophet, and some say you're John the, the, say all these things." And he said, "But who do you say I am? Not what they say. Who do you say?" And, and Peter said something amazing. He said, "You're the Christ from the Living God. You're the Son of God." He said, "Blessed Peter." That was not revealed by flesh and blood. That was only revealed by my father. But he said this, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. Upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So when someone gives you a statement, that, that confession, that solid rock of the confession of Christ. That means I'm victorious before I even start. That means I belong as a child of God into a victorious church, into a victorious family. Before I even do anything, I am associated with victory. Why? Because Jesus Christ conquered death. Jesus Christ killed all, he uh, brought everyone to healing. He brought restoration back to everybody. So if he is victorious, guess what? His children are victorious. Man, I got to get through this. I got 20 minutes. So when we unpack some of this, and you talk about how we went, he talked about that language, the church, which means ecclesia, which means assembly of people, not a building, assembly of people, a called out people, a community, which means common unity. Now, we don't all look the same. We don't all think the same, but we have a common thread. His name is Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? amen? And that's the and he just leave out there. He said, you're not a servant in the house. You're a son and daughter now. You're a relative now. Yes. You're a relative to the father. You're a relative to the king of kings and lord of lords who created heaven and earth. What a daddy. Amen. So I'm a relative. So that makes me victorious. There's some things I want, two things I want to unpack on this quickly, on this when you look at this. Unshakable family whose rock is Christ. The first one of you taking notes is this, is built on a sure foundation. Verse 20 says, built on the foundation of the prophets, apostles and prophets, Christ as the cornerstone. Now the apostle and the apostles and prophets represent the instruction. They were charged to give the instruction of the Lord, the word, the truth. Talking about you're built upon truth, not modern day philosophies, not modern day because someone said everyone's doing it. Our house should be built on the truth. And the truth is uncompromising and it's objective. Can I get an amen? amen? Exactly what it means. Built upon the prophets and the apostles' teaching, the first layer, it says Christ is the cornerstone. But when you look at the church, when you look at that, there's a scripture in 1 Timothy 3.15 in the New American Standard says this, but in case I am delayed, write so that you know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the household, household again, of God, which is the church of the dead God, God, living God, and the pillar and the support of the truth. Now as this church, Our responsibility is to proclaim and display the truth. People will know Jesus by seeing us. How do you proclaim and display the truth? Can I give you a, I'll do this commercial. Today, society is trying to figure out two things. How do I kill racism? How do I kill violence? And they're looking for all the answers in the wrong places. And the only place they're going to find it is in the church. It's in the church. Did you see up here all the families up here represented? Were they all looking the same? Did they have this glory of head like I do? (laughs) No. Because the reconciliation part and peace only was given to the church. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, We've been... 2nd, 17 to 20 says, we were given the message of reconciliation. Then we were given the ministry. The message is my voice, and my voice better back up my walk. The ministry is my my service. So they want to know how it looks. They have to come in here, how we treat one another. Because when we're in the workplace, they better see us loving one another having a great time in one. Now, the church is great. Have you ever go to Walmart on Sunday and the church lets out? We're so good at fellowshipping, I just want to get my stuff and get out. <laughs> but you feel something different when we're all there talking. Why? Because it's something special when we come together. Something amazing takes place when we come together. Yeah. And it's built on a sure foundation. So it has nothing to do with your money, what color you are, how much money you make, How much education you have has nothing to do with it. All happens to do with the unity of Jesus Christ who broke the dividing wall of separation and brought it together. Hate separates us. Love unites us. And that's the church. That's what it's supposed to look like. So when you look at that, the pillar, so when they talk to me, it only has to be truth, not what I feel, not my philosophical differences. It's not built on modern-day ideas. This changes, that changes, but the Word of God will never change. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and to forever. This will fade away. This, this uh, thing will fade away, but Christ will remain. And the ones who are in Christ will remain with him. So it's built on a sure foundation. Now, when you look at it, it says a cornerstone. Now, they say Christ is this cornerstone. A cornerstone is a load bearing stone that determines the stability and the alignment of the other stones. It's the absolute standard. If you ever get a chance to go to um, Hollywood or go to California, on Hollywood Boulevard in Highland, you just take that one block where everyone thinks it's this long, is this short. And you go to every single building on the side, you can go to the cornerstone because that's where it's always at. And you look on the bottom, you see a masonry imprint built on the masons. And we line everything up with that. Do you see why there's so much division? There's no power in that. When he's built upon Christ, there's power in that. When he's the cornerstone of our lives, there's power in that. When he's the cornerstone of my marriage, there's real power in that. When it's the cornerstone of me raising my children, there's real power in that. Because he lines it up special, and he places people's specialties into the body. He aligns it the way he desires it. Jesus said, I will build my church. We're just charged to build people. And really, we're charged to introduce Christ to you. And I hope I don't do a bad job of it. Because he does all the work. So he talks about built on a sure in that word sure found, it? it never slides, never goes away. Isaiah 28, 16 says this. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I'm the one, I am the one who laid a foundation in Zion, a stone. How many believe glass happened as a tested stone? Man, I'm so glad it's tested. A precious cornerstone of a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not be in haste, which means will not be shaken, will not be rushed, will not be in turmoil. As the world is in turmoil, everyone's gone ballistic. The Christians stand and hear from God, have discernment of the times, and you know exactly what to do. I don't respond or react to what I hear. I ask God, how do we respond with Jesus? Six murders in our city the last thirty days. We're well, as pastors are going to come together Thursday. How do we respond to these murders? I'm not going to go on Facebook and say, "Well, I think it's just no God." What do you want to do in Abilene? How can we stop this? That's what we do when everything's shaken. I'm not in haste. I'm in prayer. We gotta be in prayer, guys. We gotta be in prayer now. As the day's approaching. Never seen this before. And can I tell you why? Everyone's trying to put the guy in jail who did it, which is he needs to do, or he and she needs to do. But can I um, give you a, a deeper problem? Hurt people, hurt people. The one who kills his mother or his father already given up on life. And he's gonna take everyone, he or she's gonna take everyone with him. So it depends on a hurt person hurting a person. And today, a lot of people are hurting emotionally, physically, and they're hurt, and they're passing the hurt from generation to generation. And you might be part of a family that has been going that line, and you wonder what that is. The only one that can break that and break that curse and break that slide is Jesus Christ himself. Word and truth, the cornerstone, the absolute standard. That's what Christ is, and we're built upon that. His victorious family, we're built upon that. The second thing, if you take notes, we're joined and built together by the Holy Spirit. I love this part. Verses 21 and 22 says this, In whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you also are being built together in a dwelling into a dwelling place for God. By the Spirit. As we're joined together, we grow together. And we're built together in the Lord. He does it. Now, this is not optional. This is not optional. The way he wrote this, this is what you're supposed to do. You get, you've been saved individually. Now you work your, work your salvation out in the church collectively. Apart from that, what's not connected won't grow. It won't grow. Now, we can try to get a little bit. No, it will not grow. I'll give you an assignment today. You have pretty bushes. It's almost fall, and they're still green. Take one, get your scissors, go out today after church, cut off that little leaf, and then leave it on your table and come back Sunday. Look at it Friday and see where it just died. It died. Why? It's not connected. It's not planted to that which is growing. It's not connected to the source the congregation, the local congregation, the community of believers. Yeah. That which is planted grows. You saw about when you in Psalm 92, it says that we're palm trees planted in the house of God. Flourishing. And it says you, you stay, we stay, we're full of sap. In fact, one version in the Old Testament says, when it says you're flourishing, it says you're fat. So that you thought that was a slang word? That ain't slang, that was a Bible word. Fat. You are fat. With God. Amen? So (laughs) fat with God. Flourishing. It says this. And up to old age, talking about longevity, stability, favor. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy I went to the zoo yesterday. It was amazing. I got in a new group of people. I get discount tickets. I'm a senior. (laughs) So you want to take me out to lunch? I'm cheap. I'm going, I'm calling everybody, hey, you got some you got some discounts for me? Yeah, I got come on down. I am not embarrassed by that. That's a blessing. I'm up to six, I deserve everything I get. So yeah, boy, I was I was, yeah, I got a discount. Everything we do now, I'm easy. But join built together. My Holy Spirit you join and give your life to christ since i don't need the church you just cease to exist because we need each other to do what god called us to do the thing i'm missing my brother and sister have one of the greatest achievements you can have in a local body or in the body of christ is lifelong friends as my friends 22 years pastor keith wilson and anita wilson why don't y'all stand real quick came down today on family day of all day and keep is trying to hear the lord about moving here i already heard it so you need to move here brother anyway uh and watching children grow up and i was cheering up with uh uriah and because i know the family and, and just what god has done and i watched some of you guys bring babies in here we got a young lady who i watched they carried in here and she's about to go away for next year and everyone's mourning i'm like she's happy let's let her go let her go She's getting, you know, and now she's driving and, she, you know, she ain't getting married for 10 years, but that's okay. But <laughs> you get to see that. Those are memories. Those are memories. And what happens is when you're joined by the Holy Spirit, he puts you in a place. Now, all these years, I came, when I came back here, that was when we wanted to come back to the States. He put it and he said, I thought we were going here. thought we were going here. God said, you're going to Apple. He said, where is that? Where is that? It's not even on the weather map. I said, you got a square. He said, you got you a magnifier, bro, so you can see it. And I got here. And 21 years later, I ain't leaving. Now, the reason why I'm not leaving, because the Holy Spirit said, this is your home. See, now, my emotions sometimes say, yeah. But my emotions should not dictate the truth. The truth dictates my emotions. And why am I still here? Because God said there's something special in this rock. This, Abilene is amazing, the diversity here. There's something in this rock. There's blessings in this rock that's going to crack open a whole lot of things for our next generation. And I want to be part of building a legacy versus building being a legend. I chased all these other things. That is not my stop to glory, my next step to being something great. I think what I'm doing here is greater than anything. Because why? The Holy Spirit joined me to these people. And most of these people do not think like I do. Most of them don't act like I do. And y'all so happy about that. But I loved it. When people say, what are you doing? I'm living the dream, man. This is God's dream. It's not, there's no negotiations. So what? How long does that last? Because you know you got family members who separate from the family. How well are they doing? This is not, I'm not talking about spiritual family. I'm talking about material, I mean maternal family. You got family members who say, I don't need the family. How are they doing? Because yeah. they, they're trying to run away from something they're connected to. And when you pop loose, you die. Same thing with spiritual family. You can't not build apart from the Holy Spirit. And you're not the Holy Spirit. Jesus is. God is. Make sense? So when you look at that, and he says we're building something special, a dwelling place for God. So when we're dwelling building a special place for God, a dwelling place, all of us, all these different stones, all the looking different. He just says you're building something special that I'm building, but I'm also dwelling. As you're dwelling in me, I'm dwelling in you. That's so why I love what, what Christian said today. Guys, God is not all the way across the street like, hey, where you at? He, when we came together in something special, we start worshiping and exalting his name, he shows up. Yeah. And like, what was that? Whoa, that was amazing. That's what he are saying. And that happens every week here. Happens every week in life group. Happens every week you pick up the phone and call somebody. Not Facebook. Facebook ain't going to give you no, no holy, ain't going to give you nothing. I mean, if you say I'm sick on Facebook, it, isn't it kind of discouraging? Say, hey, I, got, I have this stomach virus, and you get a like? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. You like I'm sick? No, let me, you can't explain it. <laughs> what? I know y'all got to clean this up. I don't know. Yeah. Versus, pick up the phone. Pastor John, feel good. Yo, bro, you need me to come over? I'm going to pray for you. Can you put that picture up? This is a group of people we spin out, every nation family. Um, this guy here, that's my other son, Sterling Brown, that they always get us mixed up. He has a phone like I used to, but He's amazing guys. His wife's name is Missy. This is from our spiritual family that we're attached to every nation. But you know what the amazing thing about it? All this came out of one church. Out of this church is about one, I mean, I'm just counting right, 10 different pastors in Florida, in Seattle, all came from one body. And they didn't just start that. They brought the next generation with them. And you ever realize no one looks the same? Now, if you look around at yourself, don't we look like that? Isn't that, I don't know about you, isn't there something, a legacy that's being built versus a legend that will fade away? And they shared this because they put something about the memories and how one man equipped all these guys who walked into a door and it became that. Same way here. Over 2000 till we planned a church out of here, Pastor Jeff Little, my pastor. Had four, three of them, so. Uh, and amazing, over 2000 people, we went to this building. He said, Still, we're still, like he said, whatever you need, Rich, it's not that I'll pray for you. Whatever you need, man, I'm there. He left me here because he trusted me. Then we had a guy named Julio. Who we trusted and sent out in 2000, in 2000 and did a Mexico church plant in uh, Monterey, who's about, you'll see again at the end of the month, who's about to go back out on the mission field in Mexico, came out of Abilene. What happened? We stayed. When it got tough, we stayed. Because we knew the Lord put us here, and the only one that can blow us off this rock is the Lord himself. And usually when we go somewhere, it's always because he said go, it's not to go nowhere. It's to go somewhere that he wants us to be effective. But guess what? You're going to be connected to every, everywhere you go. You're going to be connected to family because that's the way I build. These guys are not separated. They have different churches, but they're still family. Wow. That's what legacy is. And then when I'm 80... And I'm sitting here, and the new guy's up here, and we're gonna do a picture like that. Talking about the guy's gonna be jumping for joy. Wow. I was one stone in God's amazing building plan. Whew. How's this happen? Hebrews 10, 24, 25 says this. We have to learn to go from me to, to uh to we says this let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as a habit of some but encouraging one another all the more as you see the, the day drawing near the day he's talking about is the day of the Lord when Jesus comes back but I want to I share something with you uh, that basically it's more than that if you haven't noticed Everything's becoming negative, negative. and outside of here, it is tough just to get up in the morning. If you read, if your daily diet is a newspaper, because there's nothing good being reported, versus being in a family who says, "Let's cons- let us not let me, let us first consider one another better than ourselves." Let's consider my sister and my brother. How are they doing? And me helping them helps me. Those who water shall become watered. Everyone, what is the secret to being encouraged and being full? Those who sow reap. Those who water shall be watered. It's not about me trying to receive you. How many got a family member? You got them all. We all got them all. The only time you see them is when they need something. Right? And you all like, oh, there's the phone. I ain't talked to them in three years. Right? Oh, y'all so saved. <laughs> well, how do you think God feels? The only time you show up and you're needing something. First, you show up to give something, to consider one another, to stir one another up to greatness. You stir us up in the great works of love. Encourage one another. i many need encouragement today. You know, we, we have this game we play in this church. I never knew how to do this. I never knew how to talk smack. Someone taught me growing up in New York. And we do that, you know how we do it every year because the football season's coming up, right? I got how many Dallas Cowboy fans I got? And you know after every, come on somebody, right? Amazing, right? And you know after every season, I pray for you because you lose. Made you laugh, right? That was spiritual, right? No, laughing is merry to the soul. It's great for the soul. And we talk smack. We urge one another to come on. When I came here, I sat over there. Guy came and said, "Man, Rich, I know you can do more than just dress good." I started serving the next week. Something greater than ourselves, as families. We encourage one another, not destroy one another. We encourage one. You can do this, man. You're in class. You're amazing. God put you there. I know you might have misstepped on that step, but you're awesome. You are a hero. Go for it. You're an amazing mom. You're a greatest wife. Your kids are going to love you. Don't worry about it. You're amazing. God put you in that family for a reason. You're an amazing husband. You're an amazing dad. You're amazing at all that you do at work. You are a leader. Who means that? Who needs that? Who needs that? Who needs that? Not that you have to declare your, your um, mistakes. They overlook that because love covers a multitude of sins. And when you encourage somebody, they start walking in their encouragement. Because you're, you're calling it forth. I think you're going to be a great prophet. And next weapon, 20 years, he's a prophet. Not that he was chasing it. You spoke it into being. We do that with our children. You will not fail. You will not get on drugs. You will be in college. You will have a great job. You will change the world. You are better than that. You're a whole lot greater than that. That's what it's about. That's what we're here for. And people, when we love each other, people will love to come in and love with us. This old African proverb that I wrote down because it reminded me when I was in basic training, I did something stupid I didn't know I was doing. So if you go fast, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Reason why it reminds me of that because in basic training years ago, I was getting I was working out to get ready for this big thing and what they call obstacle course and I was going to conquer that thing and I said I'm going to conquer this I'm 21 years old I'm going to beat out all these 18 17 year olds and guess what I did I, I ran over that thing in the minimum time I got there I'm like I am amazing and my T.I. came up and said Rich you're a loser because you pass all the ones your team only way you win is when your team wins See, the first time I ran out, it was about our individual achievements. The second thing later on is about the team. Now, you need to go back and get the slowest guy and speed him up so the middle pack will go over. So you'll be successful when they're successful. Me to we. And it's not going to go fast. It's going to take 20-something years. You got nothing but time because you're working on God's time. And the unshakable life commits to the family of God. It commits. This is not like Walmart or not of Sam's and Costco's. Got my card today, I'm gone tomorrow. What can they do for me lately? We come in here and we want to help my sister, my brother, because they had a rough week. Everyone had a rough week, and you can feel it. But don't mean you're a loser. I means it was a rough week. It's a rough society today. Everything is so negative. Some of us, I'm hearing kids, I don't know if I want to raise kids in this generation. Yeah, you do. Their world changes. They're going to change the world. You're going to raise them. They're not contingent on what society says. They're contingent on who God says they are. And what we're going to we're going to end this today. We're going to uh, welcome some new members into our family. That's how we do it. God tells us to build, and he adds members. The Holy Spirit adds people to this church. And every time I look up, he adds some spectacular people to this church. It's amazing. Everyone that you see serving lately is all these new members who decide, I'm in. I want to I lay. That's okay. You can clap. Why don't you guys come on? If you are one of our new members, come on up. We're going to pray for you. We're going to walk you in and pray for you. take that poll again. Who's missing? Everybody? Okay. It's amazing. Now, do they all look the same? Now, I didn't get a chance to even say anything about it. They, they ain't faster than I taught. They just said, let me sign the document because I already know the Holy Spirit drew me here. I know the Holy Spirit solidified my life here. And we have to remind each other, as tough as it gets, he didn't say leave. He didn't say drop out. He didn't say decommit. He said to commit wholeheartedly because I'm the one that placed here. I'm not the one that removed you. For me not to do what God's called me to do in this house is sin. It's sin. When the questions came up 10 years ago, where are you going to go, Rich? It was sin to leave. When I had a job offer in Big Spring to be a preacher, they, you turn, and I didn't tell anybody. And then the prophet got him and said, You don't care who wins. You don't care who's in charge. Shh, don't tell them that. They'll give me another job. What happened? Because it would leave, would be sin. To leave this rock, to leave this mining shaft that God has told us all to build together would be sin. It'd be against what God had called us to do. That's how serious this family thing is. And when you we step out on each other, we hurt one another. And society today has no patience for nobody. You ever notice that? And we forgot how to do this and how to be, make a mistake. Uh, wow. I'm glad. Senior citizen, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> but I, I want to pray for them because these guys are amazing. They've been stepping in and all that. And I want to encourage you guys as the track comes back around, become a participator become part of family now all our families are in different places I have a family here they never call me they always take care of themselves I'm not going to point them out but I love them so much and say you guys doing okay we're just doing great because you called us that just blesses my soul just because we called you that was all they wanted and that's family and we get to see each other grow up and they're going to be driving, they'll be driving, she'll be driving, and I'm going to be leaving. That's a boy. He's going to be driving. Yeah, and driving mom crazy. It's good. <laughs> Won't we all stand? We're going to just close with this. Holy Spirit, let me pray. Holy Spirit, I ask you, God. Thank you, Lord, that you add to your body. Jesus said, I will build my church, I will align the church the way I want to align it. We're called to build upon that greatness that you bring into this house. And Father, we declare destiny and destination that will be met and accomplished in these, these folks. Father, again, thank you for the gifts that have come from all walks of life. You know how to build your church perfectly. You know how to build it efficiently. You know how to build it perfectly. And I thank you for the perfect, all good and perfect gifts come from the Father above. So I thank you for these amazing people. I ask that you bless them. I ask that they will ingrain and hear your voice. This is the way to go. This is where you need to be. And as they hear your voice, we expand this kingdom beyond these four walls. Thank you for the gifts and calling in each and every one of them. Help us to mind them all out, God. We have a lifetime to do it. And I thank you, Father. Let us have a, let us have a lifetime process mentality. And we thank you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Man, you guys give the Lord a hand clap, guys.